As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinions. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. All right. Our reviewer of the week is Cassidy Jake, and she says, this podcast is empowering. I listened to this podcast religiously with my first, and I had a beautiful natural birth. I'm now 30 weeks with my second, and I've loved catching up on all the new episodes. I love how passionate Steph is about informed consent and educating women on physiological birth. She is truly changing lives and generations with the knowledge and power she is giving to women. I want to thank you so much, Cassidy, for that beautiful testimonial that you gave. Um, I hope that's really true because it's changed lives and generations starting with my own to learn this stuff and to feel really knowledgeable and really empowered by it. So if you're listening along and you feel the same, perfect. (laughs) That's what we're going for here. All right, let's dive in though. This week, it's been a minute since we've talked about relaxation and how to work with your body during labor. And so I want this episode to be really something that you can, um, I want you to save it. I want you to download it. I want you to use it consistently. I think if you just kind of follow along with me here and take a couple notes, this is stuff that you can start working on literally today that is going to make your labor and birth experience just that much easier. Let's talk about relaxation. And let me tell you, this is something that I want you to be able to use while you're traveling in a car or an airplane or you're at home. But literally, I want you to be able to use this everywhere you go. And all you're going to need is about 15 minutes. I know when I was preparing for my baby and my husband and I would do relaxation practice together, we did it. We started out at about 10 to 15 minutes at night. And that's really all that you need to begin with. And the goal is to get that closer to 15 to 30 And I'll tell you right now, it's totally okay if you fall asleep, especially if you're practicing at night, that actually means it's working. So don't worry if that is what's happening. But here's the thing, you have to be consistent. 
So what I am teaching you in this episode is something I want you to start doing a couple times a week. If you can, really, this is like an every night activity. But if you start maybe three to four nights a week or three to four days a week, and then you move that into a little bit more about 15 minutes a day, I promise you're going to start noticing a difference pretty quick. If you're closer towards the end of your pregnancy, I'm going to push you a little bit and say, I want you to do this every single night starting now. (laughs) So if you're in that last trimester, certainly if you're in that last month of pregnancy, start doing this every single night. Be consistent. Anybody can do this. You don't have to be anywhere specific within your pregnancy. And again, all you need is about 10 to 15 minutes aiming for 20 to 30. This is about learning how to relax because relaxation is not something that comes naturally to any of us. It is a learned activity or a learned skill. And what we're going to be doing is training ourselves kind of with this muscle memory. So when you train yourself to do something over and over again, your body will kick in eventually when you've done it enough, kind of like creating a habit. So you know if you do something consistently for 20 to 30 days, you can create a habit. You will start to do that without so much effort. It's the same with relaxation. As you're learning these skills today, you will realize the more that you do them, the more that your body will react to what we are doing. And that'll be along with using some of the things like sight, touch, smell, those kinds of things, our senses. And I'll explain that in a minute. But the goal is to get this to where your body is reacting. As soon as you're doing certain things, it is starting to relax. And that'll be as a benefit for your labor, I promise. When we talk about relaxation, think about it. What do we, when you're stressed, what do you naturally tense up, right? Our shoulders get really tense, our neck our jaw. So those are the things that we're going to talk about relaxing when it comes to relaxation. Maybe you're wondering why I'm stressing relaxation. Well, here's what happens during labor. It's nothing like you see in the movies, I promise. What's happening is your body is doing this hard work of labor and specifically your uterus is contracting. So it has muscles that go long ways and short ways around it, length and width around your uterus and those muscles contract. So we're shortening the uterus and we're tightening it. All of that is helping your baby be born. And at the same time, what's happening on the inside is your those muscles are contracting against your baby. Because think about it. If your baby is head down towards your vagina um, and the your baby's feet are on the top of your uterus or top of your stomach, right, as you're thinking about it inside of your belly, if all of that's pushing down on them, those little feet are actually kicking against the uterus too. So there's this great push against baby, baby's pushing against the uterus, and all of that is aiming for baby to get down lower and be able to be born. In fact, if you have ever played with a newborn um, after they're born, you know that you push against their feet or maybe you haven't. So when your baby's born, push against their feet and they kick back. So that's something that they're doing within the uterus to help them be born. While your body's doing this, guess what your job is? It's to relax, which is so tricky because there's some force that you there's behind what your body's doing and you kind of want to push against it. So it's not, it's like this counterintuitive thing that we're doing. So our job during that entire first stage of labor until we're actually pushing our baby out is to relax. It's to get out of the way. So the benefit of this too If you are thinking about relaxation, if you're learning about relaxation and this is what you're using during labor, is your mental space can be filled with relaxation instead of things like doubt and fear and confusion and what ifs. 
So you're giving your mind something to do along with your body. Now I want you to remember too, no matter what your goal is, whether you're planning on going unmedicated or you want to utilize an epidural, you have to work through contractions. This is something that I feel like providers don't say enough of. It's not, oh, you're getting an epidural, okay, there's nothing for you to do. No, if you're getting an epidural and the goal is to have you know, your baby come out probably without it being a cesarean birth, you can push things in a happier direction by going through more contractions. Even if you're getting an epidural, you will feel contractions. And so learning to work with your body during this is going to push out that time limit a little bit longer, get you a little further in your labor, which means there's less of a chance of intervention and less chance for cesarean birth, which is always what we're going for here. Now, here's the how. Okay, this is my favorite part because once you realize what you're doing with your body, it becomes really natural and quite a bit easier. The first thing I want you to remember is to use your senses. We are going to use sight, smell, sound, and touch. We're not using taste and you might be wondering why. I don't know because normally during labor, you're not eating a ton of things. It's, I mean, I guess you could as you are getting ready to practice relaxation, you could use something like a chamomile tea before you go to bed or a red raspberry leaf tea, which can be really great. Just know that we're going to be using a couple of the senses because that's what's going to help our body with that muscle memory. So first, I want to, I want you to think of setting the mood. The first thing you do is you're going to set the mood with the sight. So this will be like dim lights and you guys can switch this up as time goes on. When you're first starting with relaxation, I would plan on doing it really close to how I'm setting it up for you right now. And then when you get good at this, then you can start switching up some of the things. So instead of the the dim lights and stuff that I'm going to talk about right now, then you can be sitting in front of your television and, move, you know, different scenarios because the truth is, especially if you're in a hospital setting, it's probably not going to be quiet the whole time and this perfect scenario that we're going to set up. But when you're first learning, I want you to give yourself as good of a perfect scenario as you can. So the first thing you do is you set up the site. So that's like dim lights. You can either use candlelight. I know some people really don't like to use candles and that's fine. You can use twinkle lights. There's all different kinds of lighting that you can use. Amazon has really cheap, like dimmable lights, different colored lights. I really like the white lights, but literally you can use anything. So set up your site. Lights dim, get ready. The next thing that I want you to focus on is the smell. So lavender essential oil is a really, really common one for moms. And that's because it's a very relaxing essential oil. It's very gentle. Uh, It's a very gentle smell when we're smelling it. I've used even my husband's cologne. That's very relaxing to me. Some of you know, I was a military wife and particularly like when he would leave for any kind of, you know, As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. amount of time, whether that was deployment or whatever he would have to do for a couple weeks, I would always grab his shirt and I'd be like, spray it with cologne, hand me the shirt. I want it next to me in bed. That was comforting for me. So that is something that I used to help to relax. Now I know 
we won't get in all the like cologne isn't good for you and all of that but that was relaxing to me so you have to use a scent that's going to be really relaxing some other scents or essential oils for example that are really good during labor especially is peppermint you'll probably be using that for nausea and stuff orange or wild orange that can be really invigorating and help you get some energy back in the room. Lavender is great because it's an adaptogenic. And so when you need energy, it gives energy. And when you need to relax, it helps you relax. So lavender is probably the most common. If you guys are familiar with doTERRA at all, I really like their balance blend. It's a grounding blend. So there's some different scents that you can use. Whatever that looks like for you, just make sure that you're using the same scent every single time you practice relaxation because... Just like I said, that muscle memory. So if I use lavender every single time I'm practicing relaxation and I do that, I don't know, 30 days in a row where every time I lay down to relax or focus on relaxation, I'm using lavender. Then the next time my body smells lavender, even if I'm not relaxing, it will start to think it's time to relax. Does that make sense? So use the same scent every single time. Once you've got those two things down, you're going to move on to the sound. Now this can be anything from playing some spa music in the background to a playlist that you're working on that you know you want to have playing during labor. It can be dad's voice. And this is really important when you guys are practicing together. It's one thing to practice relaxation by yourself. It's very useful. I recommend doing it, even practicing twice a day, once by yourself eventually and once with your birth partner. But one, when you're working together, together there should be dad should be familiar with what to say because otherwise it's going to be really awkward in labor and so this can be like a guided meditation so this is some of the stuff for example that we have in the my essential birth course so a guided meditation that he can read to you it can be affirmations some that you've come up with and you're really excited about and these are things that he can read out loud to you he can talk about how much he loves you or any of those like really sweet things from when you guys were dating or things that he says to you now that really touch your heart you can let him know what those are guiding cues that's another thing we have in the birth course but it's basically the like where and how to relax so dad says this word in this place and you know to relax this part of your body so anything that is going to be consistent and that you can count on for relaxation. The other things can be, it can be completely silent, especially if you're working by yourself or maybe dad's just using touch, which I'll talk about in a moment. Or as you move on and you're getting a little better at relaxation, then it's like, okay, let's do this in the living room with the lights on and the TV on. You can use different things as you go. In the beginning, keep it consistent and then you can move on. Next thing you're gonna do is get comfortable. This can be like a side lying position. You can be laying back, supported with some pillows and sitting up. You can be on a bird ball leaned over the couch or the bed anything that you can hold a comfortable position in for about 10 to 15 minutes and really focus on relaxation I really like the side lying to begin with that's what I used personally until I was a little better at it I think it's really effective next thing is the touch I want you to think about first what's touching you for myself I like really comfortable socks for example or really soft pajamas I like to have soft blankets I like a little bit of weight on me and that doesn't necessarily mean a weighted blanket in fact I think those are actually less comfortable for me but I do like maybe a heavier blanket and you want to pay attention to your temperature so as I'm saying heavier blanket I'm thinking yes but I don't want to be really hot and especially when you're pregnant you've kind of got some of that heat so all of that stuff to keep in mind and will make a difference for how you relax now and during labor. But basically nothing should be pulling or scratching. And then I want you to think too of other things like your partner's touch. So when you're practicing together, partner should absolutely be touching you at least for some of the practice because you want that to be a comfortable feeling, a familiar feeling 
when you go into labor. When we're talking about how to touch a mom that is either practicing relaxation or during labor, it should be slow and gentle. It should match mom's energy during labor. If she's, you know, got a a little more energy, she's happy, she's giggly, that touch is going to be different from when she's really quiet and focused and working hard. So just think about that. Most of the time, dads will pick up on that cue, but I want it in your mind anyways, just in case. And then I want you to figure out now, birth partners, how mom likes to be touched. So if you're listening to this episode, this is one of those episodes where you're like, hey, dad, come in here, take a listen. We're going to work on this together. I want you to hear about this too. But as far as how to touch, I want you to think of the amount of pressure, the speed, and where. It can get really irritating, for example, to have somebody rubbing your back in the same spot over and over and over again. And so even though it feels good to begin with and you know massage is going to feel good all over, you find yourself telling them to stop touching you because it's so irritating in that same spot. So for dads, I'm going to make it really simple. I want you to think of strokes of three. And when we are stroking, it should always be down and out. So strokes of three, down and out. For example, if I am stroking mom and it is on her back, we'll say, I'm going to start on the left side with one hand on the top of her, maybe her left shoulder. And I'm going to bring that hand smoothly, gently all the way down to right before her buttocks and remove that hand. Before that hand removes, my right hand, my other hand is already back at that shoulder before the other hand lets go. So she should always have a hand on her. So if we're stroking down, we start at the shoulder with one hand, bringing it down before we release. The other hand is at the top of the shoulder and we're going to bring it down and release and we're going to do it three times. So one, two, three, and then you move to the next part of the back as you get a little bit closer to the spine all the way over to the right. It would be the same when you're working on an arm, for example. You would go shoulder to elbow, one, two, three, and then elbow down to wrist, one, two, three. So strokes of three, good pressure, good speed. Moms especially, let's get into what you do because some of this is going to be feedback. So some of what you need to be doing is telling your birth partner, this is working, this feels good, I need it this way instead. And oftentimes, What can be really, really useful is to have moms actually do the the relaxation on dad. So how you want to be touched, how you want to be massaged, how you want to be stroked, with what kind of pressure and in which location, you practice that on dad for a couple of minutes and say, it should feel like this. And then dads, I want you to transfer that over to mom. And so mom, what is what are you supposed to be doing during this relaxation practice? So you've set up the tone of everything. Um, you've set up your space, the lights, the smell, all of that. You're comfortable. You're in a relaxed position. What's your job? Your job is to take really deep breaths, deep relaxing breaths into your belly. This is something to practice now because it's really common for us, and especially when we get stressed, to chest breathe, right? And if we're filling our chest... That's not helping any of the discomfort in our bellies. And the other part of that too is when you fill that belly with air, kind of like a balloon, like you're blowing out with a balloon. Well, first of all, this is how you breathe when you are sleeping. So pay attention when you wake up in the morning to how you're breathing. 
I promise this is how you're breathing. You're not breathing into your chest. You're breathing really low, big, heavy, awesome breaths into your belly. So we're getting back to that really relaxed state of like when we're sleeping, but also filling that belly with air like a balloon, like when it's, you know, you've got that really deep inhale and you can feel your belly filling up. It just gives a little more, uh, I don't know if it's really space, but it feels like it gives more space in that whole area for baby to do what they need to do and as you're filling it, that discomfort becomes a little bit less each time. So because if if we are doing the chest breathing, then we're probably tensing our stomachs at the same time, not thinking about it. But if you are, if you're filling that belly with air, then that tension is letting go and it's just giving everything a little bit more of a chance, something for you to focus on and your body more of a chance to relax. So deep breaths into your belly, fill it like a bloom. The other thing I want you to think of is loosening your jaw. And this is huge because if your jaw is tight, so is your vaginal area, so is your perineum. But if it's loose, if it's open, so is your vagina, so is your perineum. So all of that area is gonna be open, so you think open mouth, big belly breaths, I'm gonna open my mouth just a touch. You're not like, you know, holding your mouth really open. It's just this relaxed jaw open where you're maybe even part your lips so that you can think of like, okay, my jaw is open. The next thing I want you to do is close your eyes and you, I mean, during labor, this can change or during relaxation practice later, this can change where you decide to use a focal point instead and that's totally fine. But for the sake of this practice, I want you to just practice with your eyes closed. And then I want you to make sure that you're giving that feedback for the first couple times, especially during, throughout the, the relaxation practice for the first couple times and then after for the next couple times until you guys get a really good working vision of what this is supposed to feel like. Now let's talk about the relaxation practice. It's pretty simple and I'm just gonna give you a couple of examples because there's a million ways to do this. But one of them that's my favorite that I find myself using uh, even with moms during labor as a doula is you're gonna start at the top of your head, very top of your head, like where your hair comes out of your head, top of your head, and work your way down. And this is where when you're doing it by yourself, it'll look like you telling yourself, okay, I'm going to relax the top of my head. I can literally feel the hairs on my head relax. And then you're going to come down to your forehead and you're going to tell yourself, relax your forehead. And then your eyebrows, right? So you're working all the way down your jawline, your ears, and then your neck down to your shoulders, all the way down to your toes. But you work one tiny place at a time. When dad is helping, when you have your birth partner with you, It's going to look like him saying these areas and he can say relax or he can say instead of the word relax because it is a really tension kind of word. Just hearing it makes us not want to relax. So instead of maybe the word relax, you can use the words like loose or loosen, soft or soften, open, those kinds of words. And so maybe, you know, we've got birth partner and it's like, okay, you're going to feel, you know, you're, this is going to loosen and he's touching the top of your head and just generally doing those those three strokes down. And then you're going to move down to your forehead and he'll start with like both fingers in the middle of your forehead and pull to the sides gently. Relax your forehead, loosen your forehead, right? And then you work down like through the nose and this whole area right below your eyes and all the way down, right? Your jaw, all of that. And so as dad is not, he's touching He's giving a verbal cue. Those are all things that should help you relax. And if they don't right now, just keep practicing because they will. Now, I also want you to practice this as you're touching and using voice 
you're going to get to a point where I want you to just practice one of those at a time. So then it'll be dad saying, relax your forehead, loosen your forehead. And then same thing, no sound. He's going to be touching, just touching the forehead, just touching your eyebrows, just touching your jaw. And just with that simple touch, I want you to think of, oh, that means I'm supposed to relax these different parts of my body. Another thing that you can use, so that's probably my favorite one. It's my favorite one to do with birth partners together. I think it works really well and you guys can get really good at it together. Um, The other one though is a guided meditation. So I really enjoyed both of these. I enjoyed the one that I just described. I enjoyed a guided meditation. This one was just one that my husband did. So for example, for for what he did, and it worked really, really well, was we started, he would, eyes closed, and he's just talking to me. And I'm starting in a movie theater. So he's like, okay, you're in a movie theater. You know, you can see all the seats. You can see the screen. You can see the speakers. It's still light, and those lights begin to dim and they get dimmer and then it goes really really dark and all you can see is just a little bit of the screen and then in this case he would say okay now I want you to picture this small ball this round ball and he would give it this gentle light and it would have a color and then it would get a little bit bigger and it was turning and then the texture would change he would give it texture Uh, and then we would go from the kind of using the the rainbow colors right the red orange yellow green blue indigo violet We'd go through those colors and by the time that we were done and, you know, lights are out and all of that, I would be so relaxed. Sometimes I would even fall asleep during the relaxation practice. So that's totally fine. Like I had said before, if you fall asleep during relaxation practice, it's because you're doing it right. Don't think, oh no, we've got to wake her up and do it again. Just let her fall asleep. That's what we want to happen. If you're doing it during the day and all of that and, you know, then you probably won't fall asleep and that's great too. Uh, Another one can be riding the waves and... This is something that I know a lot of moms use during labor. It's really relaxing. It can work really well for when you're focusing on getting through a contraction, but it's great practice, whether it's with your birth partner or by yourself prior as well. And that can be like picturing yourself in a nice warm pool or a clear, beautiful ocean. Um, It shouldn't be scary. (laughs) If the ocean is something scary for you, maybe this isn't for you, but it's this, you should be able to see everything and you're safe and you're comfortable. That's always where you should start. It should be a safe, comfortable place as you're breathing. And so maybe, you know, your birth partner is quote unquote timing contractions. So every two minutes, we're going to work through a contraction that's a minute long. And, And this could be a labor rehearsal as well. But during contractions, what you're picturing are these like gentle swells that are coming up. And as the swell is coming, you can feel it lifting you and you're focusing on that nice deep belly breathing that we've talked about all the way up the top of that swell. And then the contractions coming down and you feel it lowering you as you're breathing out. And so you've got a couple deep breaths on the way out. Picturing riding waves or um, blowing your belly up like a balloon during contractions just with your breath and stuff that can actually be really good focused work that can take away from the discomfort of labor pain so that's another thing that you can practice I know I know I gave you just a few there Uh, I really want you to get good at just those I promise if you start with that it's gonna get easier and then you can add in some other trickier ones if you feel like it or like I said you can change the stage so Practicing in the car, practicing in an airplane around other people, practicing on your couch with the TV on, 
all of that is going to be a benefit to you. And if you have little ones, having them running around while you're practicing, because that could really be the situation when it's go time. And the more distraction that you can get used to, nurses coming in and out, you know, uh, pressure cuff going off, you know, some something beeping in the background because you're listening to baby's heartbeat. If you can get used to a little more distraction and still find a way to relax, then you're going to be that much more ahead of the game when it comes to labor time. I know this was kind of a quick one. I Again, I wanted it to be something that you can take with you, download, take notes on, and be able to do today and get really, really good at it. As always, I want you guys to be able to shoot me questions and I will definitely answer them. You can get with me on Instagram at myessentialbirth or email me at hello at myessentialbirth. But overall, I hope... I hope what you got from this is understanding that the more that you practice relaxation, the better that you're going to get. It can be frustrating at first, but I promise that it's going to get better. And the goal would be the better that you get at relaxation, the easier your labor will be. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.